welcome to this week's Oxcast, your weekly guide to the best things going on in and around Oxford. It's Wednesday the 1st of February and aren't we glad that January's over. This week, Katie's going to tell us what to do with our weekends. Michael will be fanboying over the most ephemeral possible concert. <laughs> I'll give you my roundup of theatre and then Michael will be educating you in the ways of the silver screen. And, excitingly, we'll be announcing our new Valentine's Day competition. Excitement! Over to you, Katie, with the weekend stuff. Do you like DIY? Do you like... (laughs) Yes! So enthusiastic today. (laughs) Do you like craft? Do you like recycling? Love recycling. I love recycling. Do you like the Wombles? (laughs) Yes. These are the things that we find. We find. Yeah, things that the everyday folks leave behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're up for. Katie. Well, you can combine your love of all of these things by heading to the Orinoco Scrap Store in Headington. So they're only open on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays uh, between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. But they sell a mix of craft, arts, tools, and DIY materials. So it's essentially affordable stuff for makers, families, and schools. So they've already managed to save uh, 471 kilograms of scrap from landfill in 2017 alone. So that's loads of stuff. Already? Already, yeah. They've managed to sell it on. So they're really making a difference to the environment and to your pockets. There's also a monthly swap shop every second Saturday. So keep an eye out for that. It looks like a really lovely place to just potter about and Mm. see what you can find. So you can buy stuff by the bag for three pounds it it could be anything they sort of ceramics and like what kind of stuff lots of fabrics foam glass plastic and random items including robots that's so cool it's really <laughs> cool it sounds like jen would love this yes yeah. um so yeah you can buy bags of stuff for three pounds for non-members and one pound fifty for members it's a great place to go if you're a teacher and you need lots of resources uh which are nice and cheap Basically, it's a a DIY slash crafter's paradise. So keep an eye out for the Orinoco Scrap Store in Headington, open on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. So next up is Snowdrop Days at Evenly Wood Garden. They open this Saturday until the 28th of February. They're open from 11am until 4pm. I didn't realise there are this many varieties of snowdrops, but they have over 80 varieties of snowdrops. That's amazing. In my mind, there's just generic snowdrop shoes. How much I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, they've even got their own special snowdrop called the Evenly the Double, uh, which was developed and propagated on site. Um, they've also got other notable varieties such as Hill Poe and Lady Beatrix Stanley. Mm. <laughs> they're just amazing. They're really beautiful. If you look at them online, they're just so different and intricate and fascinating to look at they really could have played with that name a bit more though they couldn't they, <laughs> yeah. they could have had the evenly divided or something oh that's or great like evenly spread they could have they could have pun but let's re- respect their creativity in other ways they build a flower <laughs> yes, <laughs> they build a flower guys what a world we live in yes that is amazing <laughs> so you can go and enjoy all these different varieties you, you might even bump into a roaming guinea fowl <laughs> <laughs> a cafe will be open during the weekends and food will be provided by open air foods um snowdrops are for sale during the weekend as well so you better head down and snap up your hill po as quickly as possible where is evenly wood gardens i'm glad you asked maddie are you a dis- <laughs> oh. 
that was that wasn't even planned guys. it just happened um they are near brackley um but it's about a 30 to 30, 40 minute drive away oh okay but it looks like a really nice place to just go and spend a day wandering yeah. about nice place to spend a sunday sort of thing yeah yeah so that snowdrop days at evenly wood garden um from the 4th until the 28th of february they're open from 11 a.m to 4 p.m it's five pounds for adults and one pound per child Finally, after all these lovely events, I thought I'd bring us back to reality with Back from the Dead, Demystifying Antibiotics. Ah. Um, So this is an exhibition at the Museum of the History of Science um, and it's open daily until the 21st of May and it's free. So it's been 75 years since the first human trials of penicillin took place and to commemorate this milestone in medical history, Back from the Dead traces the miraculous and precocious nature of antibiotics from the 1940s to the present day. If looking at the exhibition isn't enough, um, there is going to be a lecture on Thursday the 9th of February entitled Saving Lives with Penicillin in Britain and Abroad, which is being given by Dr Robert Budd and will explore the discovery by looking at lab notebooks from the 1940s and investigating the challenges of making penicillin in occupied countries such as China during the Second World War. That must have been really difficult. I don't even know how they Mm. began to... Do what science now? at the same time as yeah, doing what, yeah, like in a battlefield. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, pass me the test tube. <laughs> so that starts at seven, but please do arrive at six thirty. So that's back from the dead, demystifying antibiotics at the Museum of the History of Science, which is on daily and is free. Music now, and after my weekend away, swing dancing with some old ladies in Bristol. I ask you, what could be better than enjoying some big band music? Well, enjoying two big bands at the same time. <laughs> Doing battle would be one. Would be one thing that would be better? Yeah. All oh, right. If only that were... It's actually happening! <laughs> All right. Um, every year, the Oxford Jazz Orchestra um, invite their friends, in quotes, from Durham University, <laughs> the Durham University Big Band, or DUB for short, uh, they come over for their joint concert. They go head to head, the bands are about as big as can be, and uh, I, I don't know if they have like a serious beef or um, it's if it's as competitive as the boat race. How brilliant when competition can sound fantastic to an audience. <laughs> Not just aggressive. And yeah. Hmm. No, exactly. It'll probably be like one of those uh, battle rounds in the voice only entertaining. <laughs> um, the Oxford and Durham Jazz Off is happening at St John's College this Friday from 8pm um, and tickets are £8, £5 concessions staying on the jazz theme it's now time for me to fanboy out just like Maddie said I would um, <laughs> I knew you would <laughs> fandom engage this Saturday uh, there's a Lost Recordings event at the Hollywell Music Room run by Oxford's Audio Consultants so the series of events features recordings of live performances never heard after they actually happen. Maybe like me, fellow music fans, you're a lover of the mediums that degrade over time. Um, and doing so, they might lose a little bit of clarity in doing so, but they definitely gain some warmth at the same time. Um, so cassettes, I'm talking about cassettes. Mm. I even love cassettes. Um, up to the vinyl, which I've been known to salivate over. And if ever there were an event to celebrate sound and its ephemerality, it's this one. So it's going to be 
happening, as I say, in the acoustically gorgeous Hollywell Music Room. Um, we'll be listening to a recording of the Divine Sarah Vaughan. She was known as the Divine. It's not just a uh, public publicist's copy. <laughs> oh, what's her name? Um, and recording from the 1975 Lauren Jazz Festival from the Netherlands, um, which has been lost to all but a couple of bootleggers since then. And after hearing it, then look on with maybe mixed feelings as the vinyl has breathed its last and can never be played again. Oh, this this makes me really uncomfortable. Can you? <laughs> it really does. Okay. It's horrible. Okay, so this this sound is not only artistically beautiful to me, but also how how can we afford that? Um, <laughs> it's limited to fifty people, so the fifty people in there will be some of the only uh, people to hear. Uh, this lost recording on a great DVLX turntable and system. It's not the only recording in existence now. Okay. okay? okay. Right. All right. Okay. I see. So they've they've made they've produced they've produced it for months. But the thing about this the one we're listening to, so it's a lacquer, um, which is really really soft, um, vinyl. Because of its softness, the lacquer wears off. So when it's, when it's listened to, um, making it the ultimate analog medium. I say. Its physical properties make it really easy to capture all the like details of the recording. It's kind of used as a template to create all the all the vinyl, which is uh, which is pr- which is produced. So it's like it's the finest quality, and then it makes the others. But if you listen to it itself, then it dies, um, which is why they're never normally listened to. But now we get to hear it, and it's like mm. fullest audio detail apparently. Um, so there's been a lot of kind of archaeology uh, gone on to to find this, travelling the globe searching for missing recordings. She has one of the finest jazz instruments ever, uh, namely her voice, <laughs> deep rich contralto. Um, I mean, just listen to Lullaby of Birdland. It's going to be great. So yeah, it may be almost as if she's in the room. Uh, if you fancy shelling out after this free event, uh, the uh, another similar. Lager will be on sale for uh, six thousand pounds, <laughs> 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 so you can play it once and then cry. Um, <laughs> oh man! Or <laughs> into your empty wallet. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe a little bit more attainably, um, normal vinyl limited to nine hundred copies for one hundred and ten pounds. Um, as I say, only fifty places at the event. Uh, f- some canapes afterwards. Mm. Fancy, fancy. Um, and you can book at OxfordAudio.co.uk or at Eventbrite. Something happening on Saturday at the Oxford Deaf and Hard of Hearing Centre. Um, Cat Weasel have teamed up with Art Thief, um, the band formed by songwriter and Cat Weasel Club founder Matt Sage, uh, to uh, run a three-month residency at the centre and it's called Making a Scene Making a Scene Volume 1 is happening this Saturday evening at 7.30 and tickets are £8 it looks like I'm sorry guys it's, it looks like at last count it's sold out um, but you can sign up for if anyone else drops out then ah. you're like first in line to get a ticket automatically um, still and uh, see Art Thief Temper Cartel um, a band I can't pronounce and other things that I can Mm. Well, to be fair, okay, so I'm going to have a go and then I'll be wrong, but uh, so- Sogara, or Chogara, or something, hailing from Oxford via Galicia oh, and Wales and the West Country. So it's not, it's not, it's probably not an English word. Um, but they should be beautiful. Um, also, musicians, poets, 
all involved. It's uh, going to be happening the first Saturday of every month at, at the same venue. So okay. it's always a good night um, at the Cat Weasel. Finally, just for the sake of something a little bit different, spoken word and emceeingness from grime-inflected observational hip-hop artist Loyal Carner. He raps about unusual things, such as having an imaginary little sister who he used to hang out with and eat pancakes with, uh, called <laughs> Florence. It's really rather sweet. Um, you can give it a listen. And he's appearing at the O2 on Tuesday at 7pm. I think it's are 15.50. That should be a good one. Get on down. So I've got a couple of stage events in my little mini theatre roundup mm-hmm. this week. Um, first up is Creation Theatres 1984, which is at the Maths Institute and starts on Sunday, which is the 5th of February. It runs for a month, so you've got some time to catch it. And it's a site-specific production set amidst the astonishing space-age elegance of Oxford's Mathematical Institute. Mm. If you've seen it, it, it is quite an astonishing building, so I imagine that any stage play put on there would be exciting. Um, the adaptation puts Orwell's 1984 into the modern day. So um, if you didn't think today's <laughs> world was dystopian enough already, now imagine 1984 in it oh gosh. <laughs> um so so that looks to be really good it's by creation theater i think i already said so and they're they put on really exciting productions it's a small cast um and it should be should be really good I've, times vary but it mostly it's at 7 30 uh, but check on our website for more details about times and prices and secondly Eurohouse is on at the north wall arts center tomorrow which is thursday the second at 8 p.m It's a piece which has two performers, one who's Greek and one who's French, and they investigate the EU's founding ideals with a dark but comical approach. Mm. They were at the Summer Hall in Edinburgh over last summer, and they got really good reviews. Um, For example, The Guardian said it was wonderfully playful, and um, I think they sort of tread a line between absurd humour and dark criticism of of the eu and of um, modern politics so um yeah two political plays for you this week your house is um it's it's not sold out but it's looking pretty popular so book a ticket if you if you want to go Um, and like with the other one you'll see me there if that (laughs) is enough to entice you As Maddie mentioned at the start of the podcast, it is time for our pro and anti-Valentine's Day competition. So I am representing for all those lovers out there of all things. Do you love Valentine's Day in all its floral, chocolatey glory? If you do, why not treat your loved one to, or ones, I don't don't want to judge, (laughs) to a romantic prize. We've got two on offer in our pro-Valentine's Day competition. So first up is a place for two at a special Valentine's Day tasting at Demijohn. So you get to sample their fine selection of unusual, delicious artisan liqueurs, spirits, oils and vinegars. I don't know if vinegar's that romantic. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely in the (laughs) anti-section. While enjoying a complimentary cocktail and canapes, you'll also receive a £10 shopping voucher redeemable on the night. So you can treat yourself to that delicious gin or... Yeah, gin. 
Have some mud gin. Have some gin. Everything will be better. I see you've decided already. <laughs> You're having the gin. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi John can be found on Little Clarendon Street, and it's just a really nice shop to pop into and try their delights. The second prize on offer is a beautiful bouquet, courtesy of Fabulous Flowers. The bouquet is entitled Salsa and is hot and sultry and brimming full of purple and red flowers and is a real romantic showstopper. Uh, This is part of Fabulous Flowers' Strictly Valentine's collection, so you can imagine what the other flowers are named after. Like tango, flamenco, rumba. Come on, are you not Strictly Come Dancing fans? Um, Right, I see. (laughs) With shops in both Abingdon and Oxford, Fabulous Flowers provides flowers for weddings, events and gifts. So, to win one of these wonderful prizes, all you have to do is tell us where you think the most romantic place in Oxford is located. Mm. Uh, We're very happy to extend this to Oxfordshire, so go wild. Um, Guys, where's your most romantic place in Oxford? Or where do you think would be the most romantic place in Oxford? Ah, that's different. My most romantic place in Oxford is... um, there's this bench. There's like a path that joins the canal from from the train station direction, and then there's a bench not long after that. And I find that spot on the canal really romantic and sort of wistful. And I just think I think being close to the water is romantic. Mm. Yeah. So that's my most romantic spot in Oxford. Lovely. We do have some good benches, don't we? Yeah. Mm. I I love being next to the canal. Just really special place in Oxford I think um, to be honest I'm fairly easy to please and I think I'd be happy with any pub with a nice fireside and a mm. nice glass of something refreshing oh. after a long walk which mm. be ideal or something warm in the cold like a warm at Christmas like mm. a warm, warm malt wine or something yeah. Mm, so, alternatively, do you hate Valentine's <laughs> Day with its thinly veiled core of consumerism and its sickly sweet chocolate coating? Will you be spending February the 14th in bed with those staunchly loyal platonic friends you bumped into in the freezer section at the supermarket, Jerry and Ben? Well then, our anti-Valentine's competition is for you. For your chance to win either two tickets to see Pink Mist, which is a, a stage piece based on the interviews of over 30 servicemen who've come back from Afghanistan, it's on at the Oxford Playhouse, or an £100 voucher to City Mazes, which is an immersive escape-the-room type challenge game thing, which sounds amazing and really fun. Um, All you have to do is submit the most inappropriate wedding first dance track you can think of to valentines at dailyinfo.co.uk. And include in your email, please, which prize you'd like to win. So far, we've had some great responses from U2's I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, which I think wins already in my mind, (laughs) to R. Kelly's Bump and Grind, which I don't understand. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bit of bump and grind. (laughs) (laughs) My vote goes for Little Little Lies by Fleetwood Mac. I think that would be quite an inappropriate first one. Oh, it's a terrible fit. Marriages should be built around honesty. I imagine. I, I am not married, but I would imagine that it's an honest place, marriage. You hope so. You would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Casey and Michael, do you have any ideas? If uh, you were entering? If I was entering, I'd suggest Neil Young's A Man Needs a Maid. Mm. <laughs> That's a very inappropriate that song. That would be pretty inappropriate. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. 
<laughs> what about you, Michael? I I don't know if it's inappropriate, but I just love Billy Idol. Nice day for a white wedding. Um, <laughs> or this is this one has definitely happened somewhere. I've heard anecdotal evidence. Um, tainted love. Oh my gosh. A good first dance song. Sometimes I feel like I've got to run away. <laughs> <laughs> Get away. Uh, heaven knows I'm miserable now by the Smiths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no Smiths can be allowed at weddings. I like, um, um, oh no. Yeah. There isn't, um, ever ten ton busting. Yeah. Fills the booth that would be a great yeah. first wedding We're song. Way to die. In, in a sort of morbid way, but yeah. like, sure. you know, everyone's going to die. <laughs> um, so to enter either of the Valentine's Day competitions, you can email valentines at dailyinfo.co.uk with your answer to the question and which prize you'd like to win. The competition will close on the 9th of February at midday. So get your answers in before then, please, in order to win your prize. Maybe as an antidote to all this burgeoning romance, um, the cinema selection this week, not particularly romantic. Our cinematic adventures this week, opening at the Phoenix on Friday, is Tony Erdman. Um, do you have a longing to see some uproarious yet super awkward comedy, um, unexpected zombie makeup and a uh, Whitney Houston cover version, which you may never forget? Then German comedy Tony Erdman um, is probably the thing you've been waiting for since you came up with those bizarre criteria (laughs) 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 so So it's a story about a rather tricky father-daughter relationship uh, but it's picked up loads of awards already is up for uh, best foreign language Oscar and at the European Film Awards which were created as a kind of alternative an European alternative to the Oscars in the 80s and there it won Best Film, Best Acting Awards for the two leads, Sandra Huller and Pieter Simonschek, and for Marin Ade, herself as Best Screenwriter and Best Director. Um, so uh, she came top of a, a strong list, which included Ken Luch and Almodovar mm. in there. First time a woman has won the prize in its 29-year history. So if you've ever suffered any uh, embarrassing dad experiences... <laughs> Um, this may throw them into sharp relief. Uh, it tells the story of Ines as uh, a, a management consultant. She takes her career very seriously and her deeply embarrassing dad who uh, wants to get her to enjoy living, carbay some DMs and decides to do so through the medium of his beloved practical jokes, um, donning a toupee and false teeth to become life coach Tony Erdman, uh, <laughs> who turns up at her meetings in various business scenarios. Um, it is by turns hilarious, dark, and uh, rather moving. See it before it wins an Oscar, which actually probably mentioned Ken Loach there, who's uh, up for best director for I Daniel Blake. Uh, but another film that looks at uh, the prospect of homelessness from a different perspective is on at the Phoenix this Tuesday at six. Um, it's called Halfway, and it's a quite immersive documentary, um, filmed by a young woman of 24 whose uh, family is ex- experiencing homelessness so they're between homes having been evicted um, she's been away uh, studying if you thought it couldn't get any closer to real life than uh, I, Daniel Blake then um, Halfway seems worth your consideration 
finally, another drastic change in tone. Um, on Friday and Saturday, uh, Donnie Darko is back. It's uh, 15 years, bizarrely, since its original release. Oh. Can you believe that? Since Jake Gyllenhaal with his, with his little greasy-haired hoodie persona. Um, and his sister. Who is at least as cool as he is. <laughs> Actually, definitely cooler than he is. So it's the same film. It's not Donnie Darko two. No, it is. It is not Donnie Darko two, and the kind of extended and re-edited director's cut, which has been released since, um, kind of lost a bit of the magic because the director was trying to explain too much mm. um, when he got the chance to to do some editing. Uh, but this is the original. This is it in its original form. Um, it's has been remastered though, so it's probably going to look a little bit nicer. If you missed it first time round, it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, maladjusted teenager, uh, being told that the world has 28 days left before it ends. Um, he's told so by a six-foot bunny rabbit called Frank. And Patrick Swayze is also in it. And yeah. so are at least and so are a couple of Tears for Fears songs. Oh my goodness, the soundtrack is great. Seriously, if you only remember it for the Gary Jules version of Mad World, which made everyone cry at Christmas those mm-hmm. years ago. The soundtrack is um, deeper and wider and funner and weirder than that. Um, it's on at the UPP this Friday at 9 and then at the Phoenix on Saturday at 1. So, thank you for listening. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're at Daily Info Oxford. Don't forget to enter our pro slash anti-Valentine's Day competition to be in with a chance of winning one of those fantastic prizes. And to have Oxford's Best Events podcast pop up on your phone every week, then subscribe to the Oxcast from your preferred podcast provider. <laughs>